So I met some smugglers today. They were actually very polite, if you don't mind having a gun pointed at you and almost being body searched because your phone vibrated. <sighs> okay, before I get into the unfortunate effects the appearance of superpowers has had on international crime and crime rates, I should go over the rest of the week a bit. I'll just get all upset again and I, I need to process this where... Okay, okay, okay. College. It's happening, I guess. Yeah. I don't hate it. It does give my life structure. It forces me to get out of bed in the morning and distracts me from the gaping abyss that are my doubts and concerns. I'd say it's the only normal thing left in my life, but since I've started treating it almost as Mad Science 101, it's been... interesting. I may or may not have set my lab partner's coat on fire just a little bit, maybe. She's fine, though. She wasn't even really burned. She just freaked out a lot. They gave me a warning this time, but the next time I set someone on fire, they said they might have to take further actions. That my teacher sounded like he was sure I would eventually set someone else on fire <laughs> honestly just amused me. Why would I do it again? I know what it does now. Biochem is my current favorite, despite all the laser guns I've been seeing with Martin. Well, laser gun doesn't exactly cut it. In his career, he's mostly worked on and perfected his two-setting non-lethal ray guns, and anything he's worked on that's... less safe. He umbrellas under the term laser guns, which is incredibly scientifically inaccurate, but he never really cared, and I'm the only one he's ever told about it. He almost didn't because he'd felt silly using such an incorrect term, but I made sure to let him know that as long as I knew how to fix the thingamaguffin to the triangle fixture stuff, I didn't need to know what they were called. Yeah, that's another thing that's been happening. My relentless curiosity finally got me somewhere positive. I actually feel kind of honored. I mean, I am not one of the only two people who know how to build the original ray guns. In theory, I haven't actually built anything so far. But an interesting thing I learned, which was easily confirmed with a quick bit of research, is that any other producer's ray guns are much lower quality and have a tendency to blow up in their owner's faces. Martin, the ray gun monopole, who'd have thought? I would have continued with what happened with the smugglers. Something to do with Gordon, I'm sure you could imagine. But I'm kind of sick of talking about guns. Guns, guns, guns. I've never heard so much about them at once, ever. So the stuff about guns will be right back after a quick news broadcast. Yes, I finally get to do the full jingle again. And I've even got something of importance to talk about. <clears throat> In Liverpool, heroes rule. Stargirl makes male fanboys drool. Listen up, don't be a fool. Listen to the superhero news. In today's news, Reaper is back and broadcasting his message all over Liverpool in loud and obnoxious ways. I swear, the property prices here wage a constant war between safety thanks to Innie and danger thanks to Reaper. But, well, other places have other problems, I hear. I'm not that in touch with world news, as you'll notice, but back to Liverpool and hero stuff. So Reaper's back at it, targeting government establishments, public spaces, the internet and whatnot with his anti-Innie bulletin. Some conspiracy paratrons dug up about Innie's former leader leaked online. The Innie guards fended off a break-in attempt at a biocontainment facility, which we can now assume is connected to Innie, and the nearby park that I can't remember the name of was flooded with flyers to call to the public to act against them. 
The flyers were gone pretty quickly, and I only got to see a blurry picture, but the layout and text design was pretty good, so Reaper is definitely trying. This isn't just some half-baked calling for him, and it's really fascinating. I mean, I'm not convinced Inis the devil itself, especially since finding out Audrey basically works for them, but it makes you think, you know? About Audrey. I don't want to mention her in this weird news thing I still do for some reason, so... News over. I need a sound for that. It'll do for today. Anyway, Audrey's been kind of hard to get a hold of lately, which wouldn't have worried me, but even with this surge in Reaper crime, Stargirl hasn't shown up. Not since she got blasted at that bank. And I know she's fine, I've seen her since then, but now both Stargirl and Audrey dropping off the radar? I thought one of them being away meant the other one had more time for friends, family, and impatient sisters, but I guess not. So yeah, right, about those mugglers. Just like I avoided talking about it right now, I also avoided the real-life event as long as possible. What event, you might ask? The accompanying Gordon on a work trip event, of course. Because yeah, Gordon was right. I indeed would not like it at his job. But my crime enthusiast crazy girlfriend Alias would love to tag along. So as he kept making subtle, among which were very unsubtle hints, at his criminal lifestyle, I could hardly discourage him until eventually I got asked out on a date by the docks. I was warned that it would not be a private and more of a group hang kind of date, and shortly before the date, the information was added that I should stay behind him and not speak out of turn, because the group we'd be hanging with were in fact smugglers. Of course I was expecting crime, and he was expecting me to expect it, but actual me still wasn't particularly excited about it. You keep thinking you're at a point of no return, and then you end up with shit like this, because I was thinking very hard of all the ways I could return in between knowing about the date and going to the date. So much so, socially inept Martin noticed my unease, and I gave him a bit of an explanation along the lines of, there's something dangerous I'm debating about doing. He encouraged me to watch out for my safety, which was really nice, be it for selfish or selfless reasons, but the thing that made me go anyway was Audrey, actually. I was thinking about how she was currently not flying around as Stargirl, and how if she continued not to, I'd be relieved, because it'd keep her out of danger. But then I thought, she had to have a good reason to go out there and fight anyway. Protect and serve, right? Well, for me it would be more along the lines of protect and deceive, but I try. So the situations aren't really comparable, but I felt I had to do it anyway. Maybe some good would come of it. Did it? Well... I was pretty distracted the whole way through. I had to keep up the nice and loyal act that Gordon actually encouraged me to put on even more for my own safety, since if I looked like a desperately devoted dimwit, I'd not be regarded with much suspicion by the smugglers. That already took a lot out of me. But I also ended up really distracted because it was a shipment of smuggled guns, which got my mind reeling about why guns were so important to smuggle. I mean, I know the country had made it real hard for the average Joe to own a legal gun in recent years, but why? I kept thinking up theories because it seemed to be such a global thing that timed well with the discovery of superpowers, which just confused me, so it was very hard to focus. Me and Gordon were accompanying the inland buyer as mercenaries, glad to get that off my bucket list, and besides my distracted state and the few eye rolls I got for my over-the-top stupidness and devotedness, Especially when my phone vibrated. Another one of many vague texts from Audrey, recently our only form of communication, 
and freaked everybody out. They almost had me search for that, but Gordon's sheer intimidation and my sheer lack of it got me through. I was half expecting a breakup just from messing that up. But no, he's actually really proud of my first time and super excited that I loved him for who he was, smugglers and all. But I've got to look at the bright side. My psychotic criminal boyfriend may be falling for me more and more, but according to him I had a real future as a crime boss poker arm candy. A very time-honored and important position. So you'll either hear from me or my new identity, Destiny. Cross your fingers, you might hear from Destiny soon. Thank you for listening to Normally Ordinary. It is written and edited by Esther Reisenberger, who also voices Amelia. If you like and want to support this show, please leave a rating and a comment so that we can become more visible to potential listeners. For more information and original artwork, check out normallyordinary.com. That's www.normally-ordinary.com. And remember, behind every mask is Lewis. Oh my god, Lewis, where the hell have you been?